Spirits House of Chaos. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Baron's House of Chaos. This is Chris. And I'm Kat. And this is Baron's House of Chaos. Woohoo! And chaos it is. Yeah, right we've, now. Yeah, we've got a couple of the fur babies in here already. So let me just throw that disclaimer right out there. Uh, for all of our listeners that join us every week, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for the support. Uh, but for our new listeners, we have two cats, two dogs, and a partridge in a pear tree. So you might hear barking, belching, snoring, farting, licking, panting, purring. Uh, you could hear all kinds of things on our podcast. Mr. Felix is joining us on the podcast table as we speak, tiptoeing through the cords. Don't unplug us, dude. Um, but yeah, our rescue kitty Keeks likes to get up in the spare chair at the spare mic and make love to it and rub it and purr in it sometimes. So, you know, you might hear all kinds of stuff. That's what he wants. He wants your bottle cap. He ain't stupid. So, but anyway, there's my disclaimer. All right. Uh, we, uh, we had a great, you had a very exciting weekend. I had a very I quiet, did. relaxing weekend. Uh, me and the fur babies. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Right. Well, you go first. What did you do? You know, the usual. I went out with a friend of mine on Saturday night. I picked up my granddaughter Saturday afternoon. I worked. First, I worked Saturday, half a day, um, and then finished cleaning the house, picked up our granddaughter, met a friend of ours, and had a nice dinner out. And At the Olive Garden. Yes, at the Olive Garden. Yeah. You won't go with me. So I, when someone, no, I refuse to go to Olive Someone Garden. else will go with me. I got to go. Um, Olive Garden. <laughs> shut up. I love Olive Garden. Um, you know, and then I came home and kind of relaxed and, you know, just kind of palled around. And then Sunday was nice. I was off and quiet day. I went outside and blew the leaves and did all that fun stuff. And Glad something got blown at the house. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I didn't hear you complaining when you came home. Yeah, uh, that's right. And Daddy was, Daddy was lonely over the weekend. <laughs> So, anyway, but yeah, I had a nice, quiet weekend, got a lot of stuff done, you know, just kind of palling around. It was nice. I mean, <sighs> our Trixie girl, it was my mission because Trix Trix, our Jack Russell, is daddy's girl. Yes. And I mean, daddy's girl. Yes. That's my so, baby. I, yes, I know she is. And so, Saturday was a tough day. I could not get her to come out of her doggy bed in the bedroom. I was very worried about her. And I've realized she's very food motivated, so that's a plus in my favor. Um, so I was able to get her to eat dinner Saturday night. I didn't have any problems getting her to eat. So mm -hmm. I just had problems with her, like, interacting and socializing and not wanting to get up. And so I was like, okay, come on, kiddo. So Sunday... I made her get up. I told you, even when we talked, I was yeah. like, if she will not get out of this damn dog bed, I'm going to physically pick her up and take her outside. <laughs> but it, Sunday was like a whole, it was kind of like a turnaround. Yeah. And you were joking. Well, I think she realized that I wasn't coming home. Yeah. Yeah. And so. So she's got to go on without me. <laughs> yeah. You said that on the phone. That's so horrible. But yeah. So Sunday was a good day. We got outside. We blew the leaves. She played. We played ball. She played in the big leaf piles and. She's funny because when she runs through them, she's gone. She disappears. Yeah. You yeah. can't see her. And she loves it. Of course. She's like a little kid. So I got over that obstacle because I was really worried about her. And it turned out to be all right. And then 
you know, Monday I worked, you were driving all day Monday, and then, you know, oh my God, I took a video when you came home. She yeah. was so excited. Yeah. Well, oh my God. Because her master's home. Her <laughs> master's home. She's happy. Your daddy. Everything. Oh yeah. Yeah. She is definitely a daddy's girl. So, but yeah, so I mean, it was all, it was, it was really nice. And then crazy enough, you went in a little late to work on Tuesday and then you were, you worked over three hours yeah. on Tuesday evening. So here we go again. She knows your schedule. Yeah. So, you know, four o'clock came and went on Tuesday and she's moping around the house again. I'm like, Jesus God. Yeah. I knew, I knew it was going to happen. I, I, I knew it was yeah. at the work the extra two hours or whatever. And, uh, yeah. yeah. So I knew that wasn't going to fly with her No, And so now she's happy because mommy and daddy are both off for five days and she gets to be with daddy yep. five days. So she's a happy girl. Well, thanks for listening to Baron's house of chaos. You can contact us on gmail.com or Baron's house of chaos at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you guys have a great week. Oh, stop ah. it. You're such a mess. I didn't do anything. What? Well, I, all, you asked me what I did over the weekend, so I told you. I didn't do anything as Don't cool be, as that. Please. Please. You had an awesome, awesome no, uh, weekend. Actually, uh, with uh, some we went, awesome people. Yes. We, uh, me and Christopher, yep. drove to Ohio, to Mansfield, Ohio, to yep. go to the Ohio State Reformatory in Mansfield, Ohio. Mm-hmm. I don't know times I can say Ohio. <laughs> Did you know Ohio? This is a fact about what? Ohio. What? Ohio is the only state that's high in the middle and round on both ends. <laughs> I love Who that told joke. you that cheesy joke? That's from a Debo song. I oh, think. okay. Okay. So anyways, yeah. So we drove... Uh, uh, talking about Trixie, I mm-hmm. tried to leave. Yeah, you like, tried to play it off like you were going to work. Like I was going to work. Yeah. So she wouldn't be like crazy. Mm. Um, so, uh, but we got on the road and uh, picked Chris up and Boone. Yep. And we started our way and we decided that um, the way we were going to go yeah. was going through West Virginia. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. Um, as everybody I, you hear on the show every once in a while, I play Fallout 76 yep. and it's a game that takes place in West Virginia. Yeah. So, um, I saw the route and I was like, we can go like a little out of the way, but not much. Yeah. And I can hit Point Pleasant and hit the Mothman Museum. Yeah. And you did. And you and brought us home did. another awesome shot glass for yes. the shot glass shelf we have in our podcast yes. room. And so uh, we were both <coughs> very, me. me and Chris were very both excited. Uh, the, the sad part is, I'm going to give you my little thing about West Virginia. Um, the game is set in the year 2077. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a nuclear war mm. and, you know, the United States gets bombed. Yeah. And so when you're in the game, you're in this po- post-apocalyptic game. Okay. Where houses are kind of crushed and, you know, everything's like there's big craters where bombs mm-hmm. went off. Yeah, I've seen you play it. Uh, the real West Virginia isn't that far away from it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, we drove through some towns where there were like old stores mm-hmm. and they were all empty. Oh, that's I mean, sad. I, maybe there was a town there. There's no signs. Oh, wow. But we would drive like on the road, uh, like through like a, a main, it looks like a main street. Yeah. And everything was closed. Oh, Boarded wow. up. Some of the buildings were falling down. There was one building that couldn't have been more than five feet off the road. 
Oh God. And it looked like it was going to crumble onto the road. Oh wow. I mean, it was crazy. Wow. But we hit Charleston, <laughs> which is also in the game. West Virginia. And, yeah. uh, we found uh, the the state capitol building with this. It has the large gold dome on top. Yeah, you showed me the picture. Just like in the game. Yeah. So we were listening to the Fallout 76 radio on uh, iTunes and listening to the old songs that you can hear in the game. Aww. And uh, it was probably, and we, and we saw other things that were in the game that, you know, the, the city's much bigger in real life than of it course. is in the game. Of course. But uh, we were just, we were... We were geeking out. I was going to say, you're like two little kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. So finally we pulled into Point Pleasant <laughs> and uh, very nice little town, mm-hmm. beautiful old buildings. Yeah. But once again, sadly, a lot of empty storefronts. Well, and that's sad because we were talking about that when you were showing me the pictures yeah. and I was like, the first thing I said, I was like, oh my God, is this their main street? And it was. Yeah, because it was like so many empty buildings. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it needs some love. Well, and that's the thing. It's not going to get it because there's nothing around it. Wow. I mean, you have on the other side, of it's it's on the Ohio River. Okay. And on the other side is Ohio. Yeah. And they're having problems too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to get any help from there. And Columbus, where we went through with the first big city we hit in Ohio, It's probably like an hour up the road. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it was, you know. So, probably not a lot of jobs and stuff like that. Not a lot of jobs. Hmm. I mean, a lot. Well, hell, it looked like a town that would have been like a small town out here in Western North Carolina like 30 years ago. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where everything was gone. Now everybody's moving down here. Those towns are getting revitalized. Right. But not this one. Well, you would think that if it was... um, that the game itself would have brought some notoriety to the little town or something like that or well, helped it. it does. Okay. Because there's a town in the game that has this once a year holiday called Foshnacht. I've heard you speak of it. And this town is is another one that's dying very much. I mean, there isn't even like a main drag. Mm. But people who follow the game and play the game have actually been going up to this town at this Foshnacht festival wow and wearing their fallout 76 helmets Mm -hmm. or they've made masks that they get in the game and the people love it and you know anybody goes up tries to donate some things like that because what's happening in all these towns is either one of two things either the kids are leaving to go somewhere else true or people are getting into drugs i mean that's that's a one big thing that you hear in both western uh, West Virginia and Ohio, the drug the drugs are horrible. Well, and you know, you and I love watching all that stuff on YouTube about like the worst neighborhoods, the worst in neighborhoods, America, yeah. or the the best places to live, the worst places to live, the cheapest places to live, the most expensive places to live. Blah blah blah. You know, we get we we fall down that rabbit hole sometimes, and we get we get started on these videos, yeah. and the next one next thing we know, it's one in the morning. We're like shit, but um, yeah, and that's probably a lot of times. With these small towns, I mean, there's nothing to do. No, there's nothing. And so, you know, what do where do you turn to? I mean, alcoholism is rampant. I mean, some of the things that we've watched and drugs and yeah. and gangs and in bigger gang, cities yeah. and stuff. But I mean, it's sad. You know, yeah. it's sad to see because I know you. We talked about that Saturday night when you called and you were like, I can't believe how many almost abandoned towns we drove through yeah. to get here. It was crazy. Yeah. And I mean, so we're in Point Pleasant and the 
big thing to go to is the Mothman Museum. Yeah. I mean, that's, oh, there's tricks. There's tricks. But, um, tricks. uh, sorry, folks. It's, it's great. There's t- they got t shirts, sweatshirts, uh, stickers. I still haven't all seen your t shirt. Is it in the back? Is it's it in, in the, the laundry basket? Yeah, okay. To be okay. washed. But, um, for $4.50, you can go to the Mothman Museum part. Wow. And, uh, I want. I don't ever want to disparage the, the Mothman stuff, and these folks are great. But um, sadly, it's, it's the museum is so bad it's good. I mean, they have uh, old mannequins dressed up like Men in Black. Um, you know, they've got a lot of stuff because of the Mothman prophecy or whatever it's called. There's a movie with Richard yeah. Gere, and then some other movies that were based off the Mothman. So. Okay. Uh, okay. They have all that memorabilia in the place. Um, they talk about the guy who started writing about the Mothman. There was another woman who uh, worked for the the paper in uh, Point Pleasant that she always had like weird stuff. She'd write weird articles and everything. Cool. So, so I mean, it was, you know, you're walking <laughs> around and you're like, well, this was worth four bucks. Yeah. But it kind of wasn't. Oh, okay. But okay. I would suggest anybody going through there because like I said, it's it's so bad it's good. Well, and that's one of the things we talked about um, next time. I'm actually going to go on the next trip. I yes. wasn't able to go this time. so um, And that's one of the things that I'd like to see because you kind of hyped it up so much. Oh, so my I'd God. Like and, and, and and it really is. When you when you get over the fact that you're like, eh, I don't know how I felt about that, you're still sitting there going like, I'm in Point Pleasant. This is where the Mothman was seen. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Because yeah. what what the whole thing was is that there was this bridge that went over the Ohio River. Yes, I remember this story. You actually had friends on Facebook saying, don't drive over the bridge. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, the Mothman was seen on the bridge. Yes. This black specter with horrible, horrible glowing story. red eyes. Mm-hmm. And like the very next day, and this was at like Christmas time in 1967. Yes. And uh, the br- bridge collapsed with everybody on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people lived. I know, I don't think a lot of people lived. Maybe like four people they pulled out of the water kind of thing. It's horrible. But um, it was, you know, this was a huge thing. And they saw the Mothman on the bridge. Mm. So uh, then you go outside. Okay. And in the middle of a street. All right. Is the Mothman statue. Yes. And the pictures are awesome. And uh, what makes it so great is the fact that uh, the Mothman, it's, it, there's a big placard that tells about the Mothman. And then when you walk around the Mothman, he has a big, shiny butt. I mean, with butt crack and everything. I mean, it is so phenomenal. I mean, it's like this giant silver ass. Yeah. Yeah. Mothman's got a great ass. Crack and all. Yeah. Because when you posted the picture, I was joking around. I'm like, oh, my God, honey, can we paint your butt silver? (laughs) I would do that. I know you would. But, yeah, I mean, it. The pictures are great. I loved all the pictures and stuff, and I know that was one of the things you were really excited about. And we'll about. post these on Parents House of Chaos on the oh, Facebook yeah. page and all that. Oh, yeah. We'll get all that posted. So Plus some of the, the buildings. There, I, I took pictures of buildings in both uh, Point Pleasant and in Mansfield because okay. there were some really cool old buildings. Yes. And, you know, if, if anything gets a revitalization someday, those will all be gone. They'll tear them down. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sad. it's in something that's lost to time. So then we drove into Ohio, and uh, that was a long trip. Uh, the one thing I can say to the Ohio State uh, Highway Department, mm-hmm. 
uh, pick up all the dead deer on the side of the road, please. There's nothing like going to a brand new state yeah. and driving on the highway and seeing just carcasses. Oh, that's horrible. All up and down the road, both sides. It's like a four, you know, like a four lane yeah. highway, two yeah. and two. They're on both sides of the road. That's horrible. And it, these poor deer are just like running across and getting smashed. Oh. So we I hit Columbus. I could have done without that yeah. bit. But uh, we made it through Columbus. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally into Mansfield. And we got there, uh, I don't know, maybe about like four four o'clock or so, somewhere like that. Okay. And uh, so we decided to go downtown because right. we got everything. And uh, I'm going to tell you the what we, word we stay the quality in. I don't know. Uh, Mansfield or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, I booked it, but I don't remember. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful people running the desk. Um, but, uh <laughs> <laughs> I heard the story about that. We'll just yeah, leave it at that. Well, yeah. Let's just say I don't know. Maybe uh, weed is uh, is legal in Ohio. I don't, I don't know. know, but man, I don't. I don't keep up with where weed's legal. Yeah. Um. So we went downtown Mansfield. Uh, we walked around, and once again, we took tons of pictures, mm-hmm. and we ate at the uh, Coney Island Inn. Coney Island and restaurant, I think, and, is what yeah. the sign said. And I had a fried bologna sandwich, which mm. the bologna was probably about a half inch thick. Jesus. Uh, that's with a lot of bologna. Mayonnaise and ketchup and cheese on it, boy. Mm. Oh, my God. That was good. Ugh. And, okay. uh, and uh, fries. And Christopher had a, a... A gyro. A gyro. And he loved it. Gyro, gyro, And he got a chocolate gyro. shake with it. Of course he did. Got a chocolate shake. Our son's going to turn into a chocolate yeah. shake. And, uh... My boy bought me dinner. Isn't he a sweetheart? And it was because of the fact that we sat there and ate that, and it was all good and filling. Yes. And it was only 12 bucks. <laughs> That's, I, I still can't believe that. That is amazing. Yeah. I have to say one thing about uh, Ohio. Uh, it's like the food and everything is cheap. Yeah. You know, all that stuff is, 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 isn't as expensive here. Like if you went to a, like a restaurant like that, they would charge you for your ambiance mm-hmm. and whatever. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, cigarettes and gas expensive. Okay. The stuff that you need. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I, I, somehow I got my hands on uh, Marlboro late one hundreds and I was like, uh, these things are killing me. I told you, you so I had to buy a pack them. there for like $7. Oh my God. Well, at least it's not as expensive as New York. I think. Yeah. 10. New York was like 10. Yeah. That was, that was crazy back when we were in New York. Holy so, God. uh, we spent the night next day. We drove to the prison. Yes. And it was a cold, rainy day. Yep, and you got videos of it. Yep, we'll have those on, on the page, too. Awesome. Uh, Chris doing his best Ghost Adventurers promo. He's cutting <laughs> promos. So, yeah, so let's fill our listeners in just a little bit on uh, your trip. Um, okay. Some of our guests that we've now been lucky enough to have on two years in a row, um, Cleveland Monster Club. Yes. We had two of the monsters last year. We had two monsters this year that did the show with us for our by our big October shows. Right. Um. At on Baron's House of Chaos, they are absolutely amazing. Yes. Um, we adore all of them, and they invited us up for a trip. Right. And I wasn't able to go, so Chris went, and so you guys were on your way to Mansfield, Ohio, to join them for an actual ghost. Tour, ghost and tour, then a and then private, a private lockdown ghost yep, hunt. Yep, it was. Yes, yeah. so we hit the prison. Yeah, and we took pictures, and uh, it's a very ominous place during the daytime. 
Yes. Now, this is the same prison that they filmed, the Shawshank Redemption. And I mistakenly thought that they filmed, like, the interior scene somewhere else, like in Hollywood. But they did not. No. They filmed a lot. Of, they filmed, like, the whole movie in, at the prison. And, that you know, that's one of my favorite movies. So, as soon as I found that out, I was even more bummed yeah. that I didn't get to go on this trip. So. so, then we left there and we had lunch with Mopar Monster. And that's yep. Eric. Yep. And, um... You know, we talked about things, and uh, when we got back after lunch, we got back to the hotel. He was staying in the same place we were. Uh, we went to his room so he could show us the equipment and how it worked and everything like nice. that. So we kind of got like a crash course in awesome. how to run everything. Uh, we were also privy, which I won't say anything more about this in the sense, but we were privy to a ghost hunt that the folks did like the Friday before we got up there mm -hmm. and he showed us some EVPs nice. that he caught. Nice. And so it was just a nice little spooky way to start the evening. To kind of set it off. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, at that point we were ready to round up and get out. And so we, we head out mm -hmm. and, uh, Mopar drove us. Awesome. So that was really cool. And, uh, at six o'clock, well, actually we were there before six, mm -hmm. Uh, it was pretty damn dark. I know. I know. You took a picture. So I took, yeah, I took a picture at night. <laughs> and at that point, I hear uh, Christopher's voice behind me in the truck say, oh, I don't think I want to go back to the hotel. Because uh, I was like, <laughs> it was, you know, it was ominous during the day. Yeah. But it, it was, was evil at night. At night. I mean, it looked like Dracula's castle. Oh, damn. You know what I mean? Oh, damn. I, I would have been the same way. Though. Yeah, I well, see, and I, I'm thinking of different parts of the night where you would have been and what you would have been doing. And I think even pulling up at night to this, I think your heart would have started racing. Yeah, I'd have been like, okay, y'all get out. I'm going back to the yeah. hotel. <laughs> so at that point. Don't call me. I was able to meet Michael and Eva. Yes, uh, who are... Mr. Morbid. Mr. Morbid and Sister Psycho. Sister Psycho. And, and you also met Mrs. Morbid. And I met Mrs. Morbid also. And uh, and a young man named Austin. And it's actually, is it Reverend Morbid? Something yes, like that. Yes, yes, that's it. Yeah. And uh, it was like meeting people. That you <sighs> knew but had never met. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. We, we've, you know, we've con talked to each other on Facebook or, you know, yes. like things and stuff like that. But... I have to say all of them were just wonderful people, warm-hearted people, down yes. to earth. They were great. So, I yes. mean, if you get a chance, follow them on Facebook. Yes. Um, I want awesome. a t-shirt, damn it. <laughs> yes. But uh, so we all met up and hugs and pictures and things like that. And then um, at, at 6 o'clock, mm -hmm. uh, well, I'll tell you a funny little story. All right. Fill me in. Um, we get there and everything is locked up. Uh oh. Okay. The okay. gate is closed, all Ooh. this stuff. So Eric gets on the phone. Well, we, there's like a punch pad up yeah. front and he tries, you know, dialing the office and it's ringing. You can hear it ringing and ringing and nothing happens. So he's like, I've got to get on the phone and call these people. Yeah. So me and Christopher are at the gate <laughs> and we're looking down because the driveway from the gate to the building is probably about a, like a football field, maybe okay. a football field and a half. I mean, it's gotcha. a long, like if you, if you went to prison there, that was the drive that you had to take to get to the prison. Mm. And I can imagine anybody sitting in the back of a police car or on one of those like buses. Mm -hmm. It was probably like 
oh, you know, my life is over. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm looking down there and there's a light in the front of the building. And uh, as I'm sitting there staring at it, I saw, you know, like a shadow. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't there. And then it would come back. And me and Christopher like got our faces pressed up against the fence. Mm-hmm. And I look at Christopher and I say, is it me or is there somebody in the doorway mm-hmm. of the prison? Okay. And Christopher looks at me and he's like, I wasn't going to say anything, but it looked like someone was there and then they weren't there and then they were back. <laughs> so, and then. Oh no, see now me, I would have been like, I, I'd have been all over it. I'm like, all right, does anybody else see that in the door? Please tell me I'm not, my eyes aren't playing tricks. I'm well, playing. and eventually what we found, it was one of the Greggs okay. getting in their car. Cause as soon as we saw that, and as soon as we said it, some car lights came on and we were like, both me and Christopher were like, whew, you know? So, okay. So he was like exiting the yes, building. Yes, he was coming oh, out. coming to get you And drove okay. down and opened the gate and we all drove in. Oh my God. And, uh, we got all our stuff and we walked into the main stairway area. Okay. And this was where you have the gift shop. Uh, and what we were in was where the warden lived. Okay. Okay. So okay. it was like the offices would like, like the administrative right, side. Okay. The administration okay. side. And so we had to go into the dining room, which was a lovely big dining room. Wow with a giant wooden table in it and everything. And we had to sign that if anything happened to us, we couldn't sue mm. the prison. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I, mm. So that was, Ooh. a. it wasn't Which a you nerving, neglected to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, and it, the thing is, I just kind of like put my eye, Chris Barron's, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then I signed the back. But like, there were some people who were actually reading this. Reading this whole thing. <laughs> just to make sure. Gotcha. So uh, at that point, uh, there was Greg and Greg. Who were the guides. Who the were the guides, guides, right. That was for the guided tour, right? right. Okay. And uh, Greg 1 was the tour tour guide, while Greg 2 was the chaser. And He's what, the caboose. Right. And basically <laughs> what he does is that when we leave a room or something like that, Greg made sure that, Greg 2 made sure that everybody left the when room. you're supposed to leave. Okay. Okay. Uh, then we went over to the gift shop, mm. which was lovely. Um they had all kinds of cool stuff. Everything was very expensive, especially if you got something with the Shawshank Redemption on it. Then it was Hold twice up. as much. Hold up. I got an ornament with the penitentiary thing on it, yes. and I got a mug with the penitentiary. They had Shawshank Redemption stuff yes, in there. Yes, but that cup that I bought for $10 that said just uh, Ohio State Reformatory, Yes, uh, the Shawshank one was like three times that much. Okay, and your point? I'm not buying a $30 <laughs> mug. But when we go up again, All right, fine. You know, we, and the thing is, is you don't have to tour, you don't anything like that during the day. You can just go up to the gift and, shop. and gift shop and buy stuff. So, I mean, okay. you, get, you get whatever you want to go, we'll go. All right. So I, I, I think I could probably do a tour during the day if they offered that. I think they do. Um, I, I could not do the nighttime tour and I damn sure couldn't do the, the private lockdown. No. I, I know I can't just off of everything that I have learned so far. Um, from you since you got back, the things that you've told me already, um, which, you know, we'll talk about, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit in this episode and then our next episode are going to be dedicated to this trip that you took. Um, I, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I know in my heart I could not do it at night. I would love to see it during the day because 
I am such a huge fan of the movie, mm-hmm. The Shawshank Redemption. Um, but I don't think I could do it at night. Yeah. I know I couldn't do it at night. Well, I mean, and it really and truly, where we were at wasn't scary at all. Mm-hmm. And as Greg told us, that as far as, and he, what, he put it in a very interesting way that if there was a time that there was like action going on there mm-hmm. because of all the office people that work there and, you know, things like that, it's gotten less and less over time. I got you. So the more, and I, I'm assuming people probably see something or hear something, just ignore it. Yeah. Because they know, I mean, this place is known for being quote unquote haunted. Right. So, uh, at that point we started the tour mm-hmm. and we stayed in the administration area and uh, there were two things that he mentioned to us. One was the uh, A warden's wife. Her name was Helen. Mm-hmm. Um, her spirit. Go ahead. You hear voices? I thought I heard voices. My phone was ringing oh, and singing. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because oh. when you started talking, I was like, hold up. What is that? And I realized <laughs> I didn't turn the, my phone's in the way, you know, in the dining room of okay. the house, but I can still hear it. But uh, so they said that you know, what happened was is she was reaching for something in the closet. Uh, the warden's pistol was in there loaded. Mm. And when it fell, it shot her in the lung. Mm. And mm. eventually she died of complications a couple of days later from pneumonia. Oh, and now she wasn't she didn't die at the prison. She died in a hospital. Yeah. But you will get uh, aromas of rose petals when she's around because apparently she was fond of heavy perfumes mm-hmm. and as he's sitting there saying this like as soon as it came out of his mouth i'm standing there and i'm like and i'm wearing a mask yeah. and i'm like i smell rose petals yeah so i got eric who's standing close to me and i was like do you smell that yeah and he goes you know he sniffed the air a couple times he's like yeah i smell it mm-hmm. so that was like kind of the first cool thing that happened yeah um we left there, we went up to another level, and this one had a, uh, like, shadow figures mm. that would be running around in this room. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't see anything then, nothing weird with that. Uh, then we went down to the chair room. Mm-hmm. And this was one of the, as far as activity-wise, it wasn't the craziest, but it was the most violent. Mm-hmm. Uh, what there was is this big room, Mm-hmm. with a chair in the middle of a wooden chair. Okay. And yeah, don't, asked, don't give away too much of the tour, though, if anyone ever wants to do No, they, they, they do. They, they'll they see it for it? themselves. So, oh, okay. I mean, it's no big deal. But uh, you sit in the chair, and they turn the lights off. And there have been people who have been marked. I saw Like, that. by scratches and I, things I like that. I saw that Mopar. I saw something he posted about yeah. that. So, we did that room. Uh, at that point, like I said, when he turned the lights off, and we were in that room. I knew right then and there you would be you would have been gone at that point. <laughs> I would have made a door where a door did not. Well, exist. I, I don't think you would have crashed out the door, but I think at the, at the end of that, because I know you would have been huddled all over me in the room. I would have been huddled on anybody. It's pitch black. I don't care if I couldn't see who it was. Sorry, but I'd how have been would huddled. You know if that person was living or dead or alive, I would hope that they're living. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I yeah. Mm-mm. So I I, I joked no. to Christopher. I was like, that would have been the end of cat. Would have not gone any further. <laughs> nope. So nope. Uh, at that point, we went up to the chapel, which mm. was huge. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could play like a football game of like frisbee football in there because I mean it was just humongous. Wow. Then we went to the attic. 
<laughs> and uh, this is a very long room. Like I said, what, this place is huge. Yeah. And it's over uh, the west cell block. So it's very long. Okay. And in this one, they told us <clears throat> the story of how there was a fire at another prison. Okay. And so they had to move prisoners around. I remember you telling me that, yeah. And what they did is they shut up 100 prisoners in this room and just locked the door. So oh my God. Uh, there was a lot of nights of violence in this Ooh, room. I can only imagine. Exactly. Especially if you had a bone to pick with someone in the prison. Yeah. You know, at night, you can get them. Yeah. So at that point, uh, we went over and we started going through the cell blocks. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went down to the control area. Which is like a little cafeteria for the security guards and everything. And we got loaded up. We split up into teams, which was Eric, his niece, Christopher, and me. Yeah. The other team was Ava, Michael, Michael's wife, and their friend Austin. Okay. And so we decided where we were going to go. Okay. And then so we wouldn't, you know, step on each other's toes. Right, right. And then what we would do is we'd switch. So where we ended the tour, where we ended our investigation Mm -hmm. would be where they started their investigation. So we thought, you know, like if uh, Ava and and Michael got, you know, spirits stirred up over here, if they didn't get anything by the time we got down there, maybe something would be stirred up. Right, right. So, all right, here we go. Mm. So one of the first things that Eric wanted to do, because I told Eric, I don't believe in this stuff. Right. You were a non-believer. He wanted to take me to the attic. (laughs) The heaviest place in the prison. Okay. So what you have to do for this uh, Challenge. challenge is walk the entire place. And at the end, there's a couple of metal folding chairs. Okay. And you sit there for 15 minutes in the dark. Okay. So, I made it about halfway down, and I actually started feeling nervous. Okay. Like I said, I kind of felt like my heartbeat was beating in my ear. You said you could hear your heartbeat literally in your ear. Yeah, you were. And at that point, I turned around and I said, I don't know if I can do this by myself. Yeah. So, Eric came down with me. Okay. And he set up his infrared camera, and we sat in the chairs. I had a a, uh, microphone set up. And uh, so we were going to sit in the dark. Okay. So as we're sitting in the dark, uh, Christopher and Eric's niece are in the chapel. Okay. Yeah, they're investigating with the REM pod and, or is it a REM pod? Yeah, a REM pod. A REM pod and a... And thermal or EMF detectors. Okay, yeah, okay. So... So everybody was investigating. Right. Yeah, okay. So we're sitting there and uh, suddenly... Uh, out of my peripheral vision, the doorway to this attic, there were flashlights. Okay. And uh, Eric's like, you know, damn it. And he's like, hey, kids. You know, he's yelling down this thing. Turn off your lights. Your lights are coming in the room. We're supposed to be completely dark. Yeah. And they're still flashing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, can you hear me? You know? Yeah. And at that point, one of the beams of the flashlights just kind of like if someone dropped the flashlight. And it was laying on the floor. And the beam just went from the doorway all the way down to us, to the wall. And this is like a long, hella long room, Yes. And Uh -uh. so in my brain, I'm starting to think to myself, because I bought flashlights before we went. I stopped at Mm -hmm. Walmart beforehand. Mm -hmm. 
And I get the little cheap dollar ones, which yeah. may basically make like a bubble of light in front of you. Right. They don't have a beam. <clears throat> they're just, you know, and they're not very bright. Right. For a dollar. And Christopher wore a head. Headlamp. Headlamp. Uh, Eric's niece had just like a little flashlight like we have. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this beam of light and I'm like, man, that's bright. Yeah. That's like, that's like the flashlight we hear have at the house. That's got like 20 batteries in it. Yeah. That can, it's like a lightsaber. Yeah. I mean, it can shine in our neighbor's window across the street. Yeah. yeah. That's how bright it is. And, and then it went off. It just it turned off. It turned off. And so that part of my brain just kind of stopped. And I start, we started thinking about something else because as we're sitting there looking at the camera, the viewfinder light from the camera is kind of green because it's the infrared or whatever, mm-hmm. or night vision. Yeah. And it's sitting next to a post. And Eric turned, I hear Eric's voice and he says, do you see that shadow moving behind the camera? And I'm looking and I'm trying to focus because it's dark. dark yeah. And I'm trying to focus. I, it's the best thing I can say is I can see something, mm-hmm. but I'm not seeing anything. Or you're not sure what you're seeing, right? Could be. Okay. But I'm watching. I have cold chills right now. I'm watching this shadow move around the viewfinder and the way Eric was the way he had his brain was kind of you know making sense of the situation he's like it's like it's moving and looking in the viewfinder and then looking up and then looking in the viewfinder again oh my and God. so Eric asks are you trying to see us through the viewfinder mm-hmm. and I'm still sitting there and our brains I, I, I say this to everybody our brains try to make uh, shapes out of things yes. because that's what we think of. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm not shocked. I'm not scared. Yeah. I'm nothing like that. No, but you I'm, said you were very calm. Yeah. So you got a very calm feeling over you. Yes. And I'm, but body. my brain is just trying to figure out, I mean, I see movement, mm-hmm. but it's not like a hand. I mean, you right. see the hand moving. Yeah. This was like seeing something move without seeing what was moving. Okay. That, if that, that makes, that makes sense. total sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So we try, you know, we're talking on the mic and mm-hmm. everything like that. And after a while, it's, we were in there for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so Eric grabbed up the camera. We walked out. Uh, one of the things that happens in this room is as you're walking out, you will hear footsteps running up behind you, mm. which I was not a fan of hearing <laughs> on the way out of the room. So what I did is I held the microphone over my back Shoulder, yeah. uh, as I walked out of the room. Well, we get in the chapel. The kids aren't there. Yeah. And so Eric says, well, I guess they, maybe they're in the cell block. So we go in the cell block. We find the kids. We do another challenge, okay. which was where you start at one side of the cell block and you walk all the way down. So think of that room. Mm-hmm. You're walking all the way to the end of that room around the corner. And then you all go all the way back. Yeah. With in the dark, yeah, and see, so you only have a rail to yeah, protect that you. That was from the crazy thing about six floors down. Yeah, that was the crazy thing about uh, the cell blocks because the the width of the walkway that you're on is yeah. probably only about two feet. And now on the walkway, is it is it the graded? Is it like a graded walkway? No, it's cement. It's cement. It's okay. Cement. Okay. Now in some places where you turn the corner, it's graded. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You wouldn't like that either because mm-hmm. you could look straight down, mm-hmm. you know, like 
40 or 50 feet. Nope. Yeah, there was a couple of times when we first went on the one uh, wing of the prison cells. I mean, when I look down the side, you don't, I mean, it's like looking down into a pit. Oh. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. black. And I'm scared of heights. So yeah. that, yeah, there's a double whammy for me. So we did that and uh, didn't really pick up some things. I mean, at one point, I, uh, me and the kids thought we heard someone yelling mm-hmm. and a door slam. So I'm hoping to find, to see if I can kind of pick that Capture out on that. the audio stuff. Well, you have, I mean, like I said, this is going to be a, a, like a two-part thing. Yeah, well, we'll go over the audio on the next one. Yeah, you've I'm got just like kind of sh- telling about three where everything's hours, going on. Yeah, three yeah. hours of audio to go through. So uh, let's see. At that point, we go down to the solitary confinement, and then we go to the solitary, solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really much there. And sadly, it was one of those things I know with Eric, he talked about it being on his bucket list of going to and things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, with sometimes there was a little bit of uh, disappointment in his voice, because one of the things that we were counting on is that the EMF, if the EMF detector went off, Mm -hmm. we knew something was there. Yeah. And it never went off anywhere we were at. Hmm. So I knew that, you know, for all the activity that we were supposed to find, we weren't finding anything. Yeah. So maybe you have to rely on the recordings and the and, cameras. And that's what we talked about at the next day is that, you know, hopefully I'll find some cool stuff on the mm-hmm. recording. Because uh, the ghost of Greg and Greg told me that this is the exact one they use. Wow. So that was pretty cool. They said awesome. you can hear blades of grass crunching under your feet. It's, well, and what the little bit that we that you let me listen to the other night. I literally can hear people walking. Yeah. That's how sensitive those microphones yeah. and, are. And and that's the thing too is like instead of like your regular ghost adventures or ghost hunter things where you're sitting there saying like, "Hey, uh, did you die here?" Yeah. Uh, they both said that if you just keep conversation, yeah, the ghosts will butt in. Yes. And answer questions. Like if if you're just asking, like if I'm asking you like, uh, "Hey, what did you do last night?" like either right after you answer or during your answer, a ghost will be like, you know, like I was in the showers last night or something like that. Mm -hmm. So they said, just keep regular conversation. Okay. So we decide finally to uh, ever, Michael and his wife had to go because he had to work the next day. Oh, bummer. And so we're standing downstairs and we're eating some cold pizza because it, was delivered earlier and we ate there, mm-hmm. but I mean, this, we were all just having extra drinks, going yeah. to the bathroom, stuff like that. And I'm talking to Christopher and, uh, I was like, did you, did you guys see anything when you guys went anywhere? And he was like, no. And, and I said, well, we didn't really see anything. I said, the only thing was, is that like, uh, you, I was like, you, when we go into someplace, you know, don't follow with your flashlights because we got to keep it dark. Mm-hmm. And he kind of looked at me and I was like, well, we were in the attic and you guys kept shining your flashlights in the doorway. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric was yelling at you guys to stop flashing your flashlights. Yeah. And he was like, dad, we never flash our, our lights anywhere in you guys. As soon as he said, as soon as you guys walked into that room, we headed right to where the pulpit was or would have been. Yeah. We put the REM pod down. We got like on our knees to pretend like we were praying. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he said, nothing happened. And he said, from there, we walked right into the next cell block. And so I was like, holy shit. 
I have cold chills all over <laughs> my entire body right now. So I called Eric over and I told him, you know, I said, Christopher, tell him what you just told me. Yeah. And Christopher told him and he got this big smile on his face because one of the other things that you see in that room are orbs of light. Yes. And not like, you know, the regular little ghost orbs, yeah. but like bright white orbs. And apparently you and saw And apparently them. we saw them. Wow. So, as a non-believer, mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't make me a believer, mm -hmm. but I found it very interesting. Right. So, at that point, everybody was leaving, and we decided to do two things before we left. Mm -hmm. We were going to go to the library, yep. which was a hospital at one time, mm -hmm. and in one of the rooms was where they had, I guess it was the coldest of the rooms they had, but that's where they would store the dead bodies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then we were going to go back up to the attic with all four of us. Oh, God. So we went in the library. And we we're walking around. Um, they got a really good EVP there one time. So we yep. were hoping we would catch something. And you may have. You've been, you recorded the whole time. Right. You haven't. I didn't turn that. I turned that thing yet. off like once or twice. And that was about it. Other than uh -huh. that, I was walking around with it just wide open. Yeah. And so we're walking around the library room and everything like that. And, uh, you know, Christopher, I have to say for my son, mm -hmm. he has a future as a ghost buster, ghost hunter, a hunter, buster, <laughs> whatever, ghost hunter. And, uh, you said he was very, when we went to very the room, articulate yeah, with we it. went to the room to talk to Helen. And I mean, he was just like, you know, Miss Helen, can you come and sit down next to me? And he would mm -hmm. describe like the REM pod. If you got near the REM pod, it would make a noise. Or yeah. if you sat over in this chair, the EMF detector's there. And if mm -hmm. it, you know, it's a blue light, but if you get near some kind of electromagnetic radiation, mm -hmm. it turns red. Oh, the what? I said, ooh. Yeah. So, you know, and he was just like sitting there. I mean, he was pretty brave to go a lot of places. Mm -hmm. uh, on one of the challenges, he was going to do the walk around the cells. The cells. And about halfway down, he was like, there's someone down there. Yeah. So he didn't want to go. He was like, uh, I'm not going to go. This is where the creepy doll was, right? Yes, there was the creepy doll on the floor. Yeah. So that was that was a little unnerving. Yeah. But anyway, so we're in the library. Uh, Christopher's walking around. Everybody's walking around. And uh, we all went into this room. And there was a, like, I guess it would have been the old reference book Okay. section there's a big like the drawers where you pull it out and you yeah, see the reference cards. but there's okay. a big table there and on the table was like a uh, jc penny catalog or a montgomery ward catalog yeah. open to the the bra section okay and i'm sure it was probably left like that by other people because they're prisoners not a lot of women in the prison right. and you think probably that seeing that might get a response uh, okay. you know what i'm saying okay okay yeah yeah. And so we're joking about it, you know, like, you know, that's every boy's first uh, porn stash is all the bra <laughs> sections of all the catalogs. Right, right. So I'm standing at the door and uh, I feel something hit my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Not like a hand. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like someone tapped you on the shoulder. Yeah, even lighter than that. If, okay. if, I was, if I was focused on something, I probably wouldn't have felt it at all. Mm -hmm. But you're in the dark. Yeah. So, so you kind of feel everything hitting you. Yeah. You're more aware of what's going on around right. you. And, take, and here's the thing. If you take one of your senses away, your other senses get stronger. So yeah. you can't see right now. But so you're hearing, your smell, right. your touch, 
all and, that enhances. Yeah, and I'll talk. I'll talk about those. Just like a quick little thing about those in mm-hmm. a second. But uh, so I'm looking. I might turn my flashlight on, mm-hmm. and I'm looking on the floor. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "What's the matter?" And I was like, "I think because in this whole place, all the paint is peeling, mm-hmm. and they're pretty thick chips. They're like chunks of yeah. paint, yeah." And I was like, "I felt something hit me in the shoulder," mm-hmm. and I'm looking. I'm I'm trying to debunk. You're it. trying to debunk it, yeah. Right. Didn't see anything. So maybe I don't know. Mm. Once again, it doesn't make me a believer, but something touched you, touched my shoulder. Yeah. So. uh and then at that point, the four of us went back up to the attic, um, sat in the dark, mm-hmm. didn't hear anything. Uh, we even played Johnny Cash, Folsom Prison Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, the three guys, I, f- I could have fallen asleep in that room. Mm-hmm. I was that calm. Yeah. Uh, Eric's niece felt like she couldn't get up. Yeah. Like I, and I think it was she felt like she was being watched. That's a, that at least when the way she was kind of describing her feelings – was the fact that if she moved, someone was going to see her. You know what I mean? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. It sounds like she was very unnerved by something. Yes. So, but I mean, other than that, nothing. Now, I do say this. If we walked out of that room, like if I was like five feet away from the door mm-hmm. and something banged in that room, I would have died of a heart attack right there. <laughs> okay. Because I was so calm. I mean, while Johnny Cash is playing. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there with the recorder. I got my eyes closed. And I mean, I could have fallen asleep. Yeah. You know? But see, that's wild because you guys were so pumped up. And the fact that you've told me how many times when in these rooms and stuff that you felt such a calm. It's like. It, it's very weird. I mean, we were in this one hallway. Said how unnerving it was that you were that calm. Yeah. Uh, the, the room outside the chair room. Yeah. There's a hallway. Yeah. Very haunted hallway. Yeah. Eric went in and did the chair challenge. Yeah. Me and the kids sat in the hallway on the benches. Mm-hmm. Once again, I could have just, I could have kicked back against the wall mm-hmm. and closed my eyes and gone to sleep. I mean, there was nothing like, I mean, like when I go in the backyard at night, mm-hmm. if I, you know, I know my backyard, but I yes. mean, if I start getting those hairs on my back, uh, uh, back of my back neck of going neck standing up i know something's out there with me yeah now granted it's probably just a possum mm-hmm. but i mean i didn't feel like that at all in that place except for the initial time going in the attic mm-hmm. and i think that's just because it's a place i've never been to you're right i'm walking in this place in darkness yeah and i'm by myself yes but you, you know also, what i mean you also told me about um something y'all smelled yeah uh that was the thing that was weird with that place now this place has not been used since the last prisoner left in 92. Yeah. Uh, the reason why it was shut down is because of inhumane conditions. The prisoners actually sued the state of Ohio because in these little like five by six, five by seven cells, they would have like three people in them. Oh, geez. I mean, they packed them in like sardines. Like uh, I think they said something like the cell block holds uh, like uh, 700 uh, prisoners and they would have, by the time they were done, they had like 1,200 prisoners in that cell block. Jesus. So, I mean, they were like almost doubling everything. Mm, okay. So, <laughs> we're walking on the tour. And it's uh, Greg, the tour guide. Uh, then Michael. Mm-hmm. Then Michael's wife. Then me. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else. It doesn't matter about them. Okay. So, as we're walking, um, 
I smell poop. <laughs> yeah. And not just like, oh, it's a poop. I mean, it's it, it was overwhelming the smell of shit. Okay. And I'm not saying anything <laughs> because I'm walking behind three people and I wanted to be polite. In case someone broke wind. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm I'm smelling this and all of a sudden Michael's wife Mrs. is like Morbid. Mrs. Morbid's like who shit themselves? <laughs> I love her already. And she, I mean and it, she was talking to her husband. <laughs> and he kind of we already. all started kind of laughing and I was I was like I put my hand on her shoulder. I was like thank God you said that because it's pungent. Yeah. And she's like it is. It's she goes it's it smells like shit. It yeah. smells like shit in here. <laughs> now you gotta remember, if there are any toilets, they're filled up with cement. Yeah, we found that out as we found some bathrooms. They they'd pour cement in there so you can't use them. Right. And they also told us at the tour guide, the toilets don't work. Don't use the toilets wherever you are. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that was really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we were up in the attic, mm-hmm. going through the tour, uh. Greg was talking about the fact that there was a fire there at one point, and a lot of times you'll walk in and you'll smell uh, like there's been like a campfire, okay. that, that smoky smell. Yeah. I never smelled that, but once I hit like me, middle way through the room, mm-hmm. it was like an overwhelming smell of urine. Mm. I mean, and it wasn't like you get like a little whiff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I smelled like urine. Wow. And I mean, it's not something that's going to be there for... A hundred years. Yeah. Um, especially because. Eventually fa- all, it dissipates. Yeah. The and the thing is, is that what happened in that room with all those prisoners was like a hundred, two hundred years ago. Yeah. And they closed it up in 92. They didn't put any more prisoners there. They had yeah. to put duct worked in. They had to do all that. So they yeah. weren't keeping prisoners there. So the only people that were in there urinating all over the place were the prisoners from 200 years. years ago or a hundred years ago. Jesus. So, I mean, there were things that, I mean, you do. And now I don't know if it's the power of suggestion. I'm not going to try to logically explain all this stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just one of those things. And he didn't mention urine. Mm-hmm. I just know that when I walked in that room and I hit the midway point, I was like, it smells like piss in here. And you weren't the only one who smelt it. At the at that time, I was. Okay. When we went back in, I think Eric said that he did get a whiff of it. Yeah. But I didn't smell it again that time, hmm. which was weird. That is super weird. Christopher smelled the smoke. Yeah. I didn't smell it. Yeah, and our son also heard the footsteps. Well, yeah, okay. Uh, since Chris heard... isn't on the show, I'll have to kind of, while we he... were doing on the t- tour. Yeah, he heard the woman, he heard the woman scream, and he heard the footsteps. Yeah. So on the tour, uh, we're in the cell block. Greg's explaining some things to us. And Greg, too, Christopher, and Austin Mm -hmm. are the last three. Okay. And I'm so focused on Greg, the tour guide, Greg one. Yeah. All of a sudden, Greg, two goes, did you hear that? And I turned around, and I didn't hear anything. Mm -hmm. But Christopher and Austin are like, that was a scream. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I heard a scream. So nope. that was the start of it. And I, once again, we all joked. I was thinking to myself, yeah, Kat wouldn't have made it. She would, If she heard that, that would have been the end of it. Yeah. No, I, the minute I heard footsteps and nobody there, I, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, Christopher also heard uh, walking mm-hmm. and uh, the jingling of keys. Yes. And when he turned his headlamp on, there was nothing, nothing there. there. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he like he had some wonderful experiences in this. Yeah. And I think they'll go to his grave with him. Well, and he was also a skeptic going in. And, you know. Well, he believes in ghosts because they got one at the, at the apartment. Well, yeah, they do. But he... He's kind of on the fence. He was one yeah, of the. That's he's, true. He's kind of on the fence about whether or not he does actually believe. But yeah, they've had some bizarre shit happen at their apartment, right. and you know, and now he got to ha- actually have some live experiences on yeah. a ghost hunt. You know, and it's like, okay, but yeah, I mean, I was thinking about that while you were talking about it and stuff. I mean, sometimes, you know, I, I've I've said before, you know, when you're sitting in the dark and you get kind of spooked or scared i mean your mind will play tricks on you of course it will but i've never seen anything that's not there i've never smelled anything you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so the things that you're describing and i mean because like monday night when we were talking about this stuff i mean you were like i'm almost afraid to listen to all the recordings that i am yeah, because, because you, if, they, if, if you there's something crazy on that experiences, yeah, if there's something really <clears throat> crazy on that, and I can't explain it, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be weirded out. Yeah, I'm gonna be weirded out. Well, I mean, when we heard the EVP at, in uh, Eric's room, yeah, it was it was very interesting. I yeah. think that's a, that's everything about this trip. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was scary. It yeah. wasn't like it was you know like I'm. I, I mean, yes, I was on a ghost hunt. I you know, investigated for ghosts. Yeah. But it wasn't anything to where I was like, ooh, what's around the corner? Now, there are a couple of times just because it's dark. Yeah. And your mind starts kind of going things. Like we had to walk through the cell blocks mm-hmm. to get back to where the pizza room was. Mm-hmm. And so I was in the lead. Mm-hmm. And I'm just flashing my light and I'm thinking to myself, if someone jumps out on one of these fucking cells. <laughs> there's going to be some Kung Fu action and me flying off the side of this. And that's like I said, what I was saying before, I mean, that's the thing that if you were a security guard, when it was a running prison, Mm. I would be petrified to walk past those cells because one, if you're afraid of heights, you're going to hug the cells. And if you hug the cells, those motherfuckers could just stab Stab you. you. If the cells are open and you got a guard that you don't like, if you just stood in the back of the cell, you got good, three steps and then just you know like as as he's walking yeah. you meet him and push him over the side jesus god so i mean there's there's a lot of danger there not only for the prisoners but for the guards of course mm-hmm. well and i mean if they used any of the actual cell block that you're talking about in the actual movie shawshank redemption um i i i know i can see it in my head i've watched the, i mean that's one of my favorite movies of all time so I kind of know what the inside of that area looks yeah. like that you're talking about. It's a very narrow walkway. Yes. And then you just have the railing and then you fall down six floors or six yeah. flights or whatever. Or five, six, five, five or four, six. three, two or one. The one side is like six stories. The other one's only five. Okay. Because well, I think that, because that one has the attic over it. So they. Regardless. Yeah. So it was crazy. Yeah. And me and Chris got back to the hotel room and we were just like, whoo. <laughs> you made it yeah i mean we were just kind of like talking about everything and that's when we heard it <laughs> you're gonna talk about this aren't i'm gonna, you? Talk, about you're this. gonna talk about this because uh, we're almost at an hour and we still got to do your uh weird challenge yes. thing over there before we wrap up uh it wasn't a ghost <laughs> but and apparently I, 
I love the fact that you recorded this, we and were, I can hear you two giggling yes, like little I girls. I recorded this on my phone, mm-hmm. and we were listening to some woman having sex. She was enjoying it. It wasn't anything crazy, yeah. but she was moaning. And yeah. man, those walls on that in that hotel or motel, whatever the heck you want to call it, it's only two stories. Okay. But they must be thin because we're sitting there and we hear like, <laughs> and Chris's eyes get really big. And I look at him. And then Y'all done thought something followed you from yeah, the prison at, at first, Because yeah. it was like, you're not paying attention to it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, my God. And Christopher's laughing and he's got his Snapchat open so he can record it. I'm standing against the wall oh with my, my phone. Oh, my God. And then a little while later, we heard the guy. He's like, oh, yeah, baby. You know, so, I mean, it, it, it took the edge off. I was going to say, the night, the, so. the, you needed that yes. comic relief at the end of the night. So. so, and then the next day, we drove back home. Yeah. But before we drove back home, I bought another pack of cigarettes. <laughs> okay. And I want to thank Mountain Dew. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're going to make me I'm, do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to thank Mountain Dew for Baja Blast. Yeah, now I, I love like, that fucking soda. I like Baja Blast. I ain't gonna lie. But only in Ohio, folks, can you find Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. <sighs> this is Dew with a blast of artificial gingerbread flavor. Gross. Uh, it's You're gonna uh, take- Christopher made many uh, comments about the fact that uh, there's probably babies swimming in this. It looks because it's got that look. It- it looks it's cloudy. It's very cloudy, and it looks like, um, yeah, yeah, that baby batter. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought it, and I was gonna just keep it. Yes, I was just gonna let it be sealed, and I was gonna put it on the shelf of here at Baron's House of Chaos Studios. Yeah, just because it's Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. But then I thought, what good would that be yeah. of never even seeing if it was good or not? So I'm going to snap it open here. Oh, here we go. There it goes. All right. What's it? What's it? Yeah. So you decided that you were going to have us try this while we're doing our show. Does it smell like gingerbread? No. What's it smell like? It smells smells like Mountain Dew. It looks like dirty water if you want the truth. Or yeah. Bath water. Soapy bath water. All right. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I want you to go first. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. He's literally trying it. What? (laughs) What I want you to do. That's an interesting look. When you drink this and you get the last bit in your mouth, breathe out your nose. I'll probably end up snorting it out my nose. Let me smell this first. It doesn't smell like anything. All right. Yes, it does. It smells like gingerbread. All right, I didn't right, smell so like that to me. Your sniffer's messed up. Uh, <clears throat> all right, here we go. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. <sighs> now breathe out your nose. Oh my god, that's like um, it's got a really strong ginger taste. Yeah, after the facts. Like, it's smoky ginger. Yeah. <clears throat> like burnt cookie, like burnt gingerbread cookies. I don't, it's not terrible. 
It's not terrible. I, I, I don't think I could to... drink a whole. I don't think I could drink a whole. Oh bottle God, of I it. couldn't drink a whole bottle of this. But like it's not... Baja Blast, I can suck down like three or four bottles at a time. Yeah, it's this, not terrible. I just, I don't know. You got I did two sips. You got to do two good sips. But yeah, the um, it's it does not have a good aftertaste. No, it's it's very it's got a. Whew, I think it's got too way too much ginger in it. I don't know what it is, but here. There's the lid. I, t- I asked the girl at um, the gas station we bought this at. I was like, if I never drink this, can I get this cheaper? <laughs> and she was <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Pepsi, I don't, whatever, J-Stop or whatever the hell the place was called. Yeah. She's like, I don't think they'll let you do that. And I was like, all right, whatever. But uh, okay. yeah, so Mountain Dew gingerbread snapped. snapped. Yeah, we're going to take a picture of that. So yeah, well, that'll be on can, there, too. We can post that as well. But Only in Ohio. I haven't seen it down here. No, I haven't seen anything like that down here. No. And, and you actually bought that in Ohio. Yep, this was in Ohio. This is in Mansfield. Yeah, and I just, <sighs> I was going to say, I just quietly belch because I'm not rude like you are. And all I taste is ginger <clears throat> in my mouth. What? Yeah, I don't know what it, I don't, I don't know what it tastes it, like. It's weird. It tastes like a molasses cookie to me. Yeah, I think molasses is more. I'm thinking gin- than gingerbread. Yeah, so you're right. It's mol- it tastes like a molasses cookie, but yeah. it doesn't have a great aftertaste. No, so that's not some. I I don't know. Maybe you could mix it with booze and have like a gingerbread something alcoholic cookie. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, that's Blair. that's more what I'm thinking. It's it's like molasses. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh my God! So yeah, you met, you decided we were going to do that challenge on live yeah. on the show. So, so we kept it there, and there you go. Yeah, we did it. So, all right. Yeah, Ooh, I, goodness I, I gracious! Got nothing to wash that down with. Damn. <laughs> you want some? You want some? No good. <laughs> Diet Pepsi is even worse. So, anyways, uh, so what I'm planning on doing in these next five days is mm-hmm. downloading my audio tracks yep. from the recorder into the computer and. Sitting here with one of these headphones on and going through yep. and listening to everything and cutting out the pieces. So we're gonna have a follow up show mm-hmm. if I find anything. Yeah, I'm gonna have a follow up show. Parents okay. House of Chaos. We'll do our regular shtick, and then we may have to deep dive depending on how much I find. Right, and uh, we're gonna share it with you guys. Yep. So uh, all of you, cross your fingers. Yep. Um, what really gets me is that I'm gonna be sitting here with the headphones on listening to this. Mm-hmm. And you know that once again that takes away all your senses of things. So exactly. you're just sitting there listening, trying to listen to the minutest sounds. Yeah, you're trying to focus on. And it. one of these damn cats are gonna scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and then I'm gonna hear you screaming like, like a, girl a girl through the house. Oh like my a god! Little, like a little girly girl. Oh, there you go. So, but yeah. anyways, it was a wonderful time. <clears throat> I want to thank Ava, Michael, Mrs. Morbid, Eric. Um, Eric, thanks for dinner. Yeah. That was wonderful of you too. And, and driving us there and driving us back. Yep. But, uh, we're looking forward to getting up there Again. as, as a good group. Yes. Um, I can't and, wait. Yeah. And, uh, and just like party in Cleveland. There you go. We'll have a big party. Got to go to the cigar bar that, uh, Michael was telling me about there you big go. leather chairs and just sit there and smoke stogies. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go do something else. Yeah. Yeah. All but, right. uh, I awesome. just want to say thank you to everybody. Yeah. It was ha- great. It was a great I, time. Christopher. You were like a little kid prior, uh, and you're even worse now about yeah. how excited and, you And are. I want to say that Christopher says thank you all, too, because yeah. this is probably one of the, I think maybe the birth of his child 
will beat this. But at this point now, there's not much that's going to beat this no. because he loved it, couldn't stop talking about it. Yep. I mean, he's probably telling, every, he's probably driving everyone nuts up in Boone right now talking about it. Well, hey, so it I know he trip. loved it. Awesome. All right. So on that note, <clears throat> we've got a lot of uh, audio to go through. Uh, it's Thanksgiving week. We, I hope everybody has a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, eat lots of turkey. It's the, you know, it's one of the one days of the year that you can just pig out and eat and enjoy your meal and enjoy your food and not count those calories. Cause who wants to fucking count calories on Thanksgiving? No, I don't even care about calories, <laughs> but then I don't really gorge myself either. We have, no, that's we have true. a friend who Thanksgiving is the most important holiday to him. Yeah. Throughout the entire year. Yeah. Me, I, I could have a turkey sandwich. I don't really yeah. care it's like, too much. Yeah. I mean, I like turkey. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I like turkey and gravy. I love and ham and ham, you know, mac and cheese, all the good stuff. So, but yeah, everybody, I hope you had a really happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Have a safe Thanksgiving. Yeah, if you're, if you go out on Black Friday, good luck to you. Yeah, dummies. <laughs> so, everybody have a great week. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to each other. Um Work hard and play harder. We love you guys. Barron's House of Chaos at gmail.com. Keep sending us ideas, what you want to talk about. If you want to be a guest on the show, hit us up. We love to talk. Barron's House of Chaos at gmail.com. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you. We'll talk to you again next week with maybe some ghostly stuff. <laughs> but in the meantime, I'm Chris. And I'm Kat. And we're out of here. We out. <laughs>